Welcome to the Swirl Suite, everybody. Happy New Year. Uh, We are back with a new episode in this first one of 2024, and it's just us. We had a guest cancel, but that was actually a blessing in disguise because we all got a chance to catch up and talk about all the current events. A lot has happened in the first week of 2024. In this episode, we cover it all. We cover the NFL playoffs, coaches getting fired, needing new quarterbacks, Cat Williams, the interview, the details of this interview, our favorite parts of the interview. And lastly, we touch on people that are coming for wine. Of course, there are a lot of people who are going dry, which is fine, or doing dry January, but we feel like you don't have to insult or step on the wine industry while you're making decisions that are best for you. Anyway, we get into it. Um, We hope you enjoy this episode, and I think we're going to do more of these where it's just us talking about wine and some of the current events. Tell us what you think. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Cheers. Oh, we all all here. Look at that. (laughs) Look at that. Hello. How are you all doing? Good. How are you? Okay. We see the little red street coming back to the side. What's up? What's up? What's up? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Where are you at? I am in our office working space. Very nice. You look like you're in a dance studio. <laughs> it, yeah. You know why? Because it's all like glass behind okay. me. Okay. I'm like, I didn't know if that was glass or mirrors. Because them look like yes. holes over there. I had some questions. <laughs> look like poles. Them don't look like poles? Did I make that up? Them look like poles it, in a corner. But, huh, yeah, it does. It does. It does. <laughs> and mirrors. I know what that's about. I've seen it on TV. That's all I know. On TV, really? Oh my god! I saw a movie or something about that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I think J Lo was in it. Hey. <laughs> Happy New Year, y'all! Happy, Happy New Year. Year! How was everybody's holiday and such? It was good. Ate a lot. Family presents. It wasn't a uh, freezing cold. Yeah, good. And you were in Chicago for how long? I was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I think I did like eight days in Chicago and then came out back because I had to come back to work. So, yeah. That's nice. Christmas in Chicago, but I was back in Paris for New Year's. Oh, uh, okay. So how, so, how is Paris doing New Year's? Is it um, different than the United States? No. In the States? Okay. An eventful as far as like big parties. Um, They have the big thing, they do fireworks at the Arc de Triomphe. So that's something that you should do if you're here like once in your life. I won't do it anymore because I don't like crowds like that. Like this year they said there were like a million people out there. I'm not doing a million people. Like that's, I'm just not interested. Wow. Yeah. Um, But I have done that before. I went out there maybe like 2016. I went out there um, and saw the fireworks and it was amazing. It was great. I'm glad I did it that one time. Um, They'll have parties at like hotels or people are really at people's houses. The last oh, okay. few times I've been been a party at somebody's house, and then I'd be annoyed because I'm like, I don't even really like these people, or like I know one person <laughs> and don't like other people. And I was like, this year I want to be at an intimate setting at somebody's house, and I'm like, I like two people here, but I gotta feel like I gotta talk to everybody. I'm like, I want to be surrounded by strangers. Why did you want strangers around you? Um, because then I wouldn't have to engage in them if I didn't want to. 
you don't feel obligated to talk. When you're at someone's house, small intimate thing. Yeah, when you're at somebody's house, small intimate thing, you gotta talk to everybody, smile. You know, people wanna, oh, what's going on with you? What are your goals for the new year? Any resolutions? Like, no, I just wanna drink a lot and like dance if I want to, or just look cute in my dress. Like that's it. And so that's what I wanted to do. I know it sounds crazy out loud, but it worked for me. No, it I could understand that. You know, I definitely understand. I know people with families that want alone time, but it's it's nice that you still want to be by yourself. That means you really like yourself. Or she just likes the people around her even more. I was going to say the what? same thing. <laughs> I don't know because if they listen to this they'd be like wait a minute Tanisha and I'd be like I wasn't talking about you you I was talking <laughs> I don't get me in trouble but I, I mean I respect that because I was supposed to go out for New Year's but I was tired because I had a lot going on that day and then I was like I just want to be still and I don't want to be bothered with like Getting dressed, putting a bra on, the whole nine. You know, I just want to be still. So I can New Year's. Up. You ain't have to do that. If that's well, the time you're gonna let them go free, just New Year's is it. Set them. Set us free. Set us free. <laughs> Give us us free. <laughs> Wait. So Leslie, you were at the football stadium on New Year's Eve. Yes. How mm -hmm. did that go? How did that come about? Yeah. How did that? All of so. Um, so the commanders, you know, after 2020, they, I don't know if they hired a DEI person or it became more active with the organization. And so they started doing a lot of things with supporting local businesses and they would have these different events and fairs and what have you. And so I had applied probably like in 2021 or 2022 and they didn't accept me. So, um, I kept on, you know, making myself aware and known and what have you. So this year they had their annual black shop um, at the game. And it's like a little, it's just one time. It's not like at all the games, but they have like a little marketplace and they have about 10 or 11 businesses there. And so we were selected to be amongst the businesses that were there and we were out with um, the season ticket holders, which was fun um, in our own little tent. And um, one, there were several nice things, but one really nice thing is, is that we were able to design our own business pop-up sign, you know, those, those banners mm -hmm. and they gave it, they gave it to us. Oh, nice. Which was really cool. Cause you know, they're usually like, $200 plus up. Um, and it was just a great day. It was, it was a lot of coordination that was done. And, and it was funny because we had to get there super early because it was a day game and we had to get special security passes. I don't know exactly who was there, but we had to get special security passes. And so we saw the secret service come in so I was just like making up the story in my head. I was like, oh my God, Kamala's going to be here. This is going to be so cool. Da, 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 da. No, it's just Secret Service coming to see the game. But they had, <laughs> they had the crime inspection card. Everything was like the whole, which you would imagine the whole Washington experience. Um, 
there, but it was, it was really cool. And it was, you know, just great to be there. Cause you know, you, I'm a fan even in the worst of times like now, mm. but we get the new coach and um, yeah, we getting a whole new front office, a got whole new owners, <laughs> new coach, new GM, everything. Yeah. So we'll see. So I've been watching um, Hard Knocks, and right now um, the Dolphins is uh, the the team that I'm watching, and it's interesting um, watching a young coach and how it's just different. So me and Alan were talking, and he thinks that the Commanders need a nice young coach, and he's also said there's never been a black coach before. Right, right, and like people are speculating the um, the offensive coach might be that person like this was his test year to see how he did but I think that would be nice it's a black town and black oh, coach I, agree. I agree with the black coach but I don't know about the offensive coach because he made some bad calls I was like oh hmm. is somebody overriding you on some of these calls mm. I don't know we'll have to see about the offensive coach it's still out for me but you know historically Washington was the last team yep. to yes. allow mm -hmm. black players. So for them to get a black head coach now that they do have at least one black minority owner is going to be a historic event, whoever he is. I was hoping that the Pittsburgh Steelers would let Mike Tomlin go with the camera. Oh, that wow. would have been the wow. The best. That That's the interesting best. that you said that. My mom is a diehard Steelers fan. She might, she might have followed him. I, I think she might follow him <laughs> if he came that here. Would, <laughs> that would be awesome. But they're not gonna let it. You know, their their fans are starting to rumble about the Steelers and the coach. But he's they've been to the playoffs the whole yeah. time. They made they it. still made the playoffs. They're yeah, wild card, exactly. but they still made it. So. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. you know where Pittsburgh is. So, you know, we always got to be extra and win all the time, every time. So we'll see. But I doubt they, they've been not, if they let them go, everybody's going to be hunting for them. So we'll see. We will see. Black Monday, so as they call it in the football world, five coaches got fired and three are still up in the air. So shall be interesting. But you know, the interesting thing about that, and I don't want to make this sports center, but <laughs> all those coaches, they will land on another team. Oh, yeah. They will, they will land on another team, and which is interesting. And I'm not saying people don't deserve second or third chances or what have you, but, you know, when your records are as horrible as they are, yeah. I'm just really surprised how... They are able to rebound. Yes, exactly. And exactly. they're recycling the same old coaches in. And like um, Sweetie said earlier, let a young coach come in here. Some of these coaches from these college teams are doing doing good jobs. So hey, let's 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 give them a chance. So we'll see. It shall be interesting. On to the next. Yeah. So it won't be so it won't be swirl sweet in and in. <laughs> yeah. well, then one last thing was um Dougie Fresh was the halftime entertainment really nice. yeah they did a salute to hip-hop the 50th anniversary I love it so we Dougie love Fresh. Dougie Fresh here yes, yes indeed yeah. 
probably as much as New York, honestly. We yes. love him here. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's like not aging. He's Benjamin Button of the rap world. It's yeah. a Benjamin Button of the rap world. I was like, yo, <laughs> dude, you look exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. He certainly does. Mm-hmm. A question for you guys Did you watch Cat Williams? Girl, yes. I just finished it. I was like, oh God, I gotta watch this. I hadn't watched it. I've been, it's just been watching reading all the commentary. I was like, oh God. <laughs> cat is a piece of work. I love me some cat Williams. Now Tanisha, you text me. Tanisha, Tanisha, I believe she watched it first. One of the first people I know who watched the entire thing. Now tell me your favorite parts or your most shocking parts. When he started talking and then when the interview was over, those were about exactly. I love Cat Williams. I, there were so many gems. I was like, somebody else has to watch this. The people that I'm around here don't necessarily know like uh black American comedy like that. And I'm like, they're not gonna know Cat Williams. So I'm like, who about to know? I was like, Sarita about to know and Sarita be awake. So let me hit Sarita up because I'm I was in shambles after it, okay. I couldn't stop laughing. Tears falling from my pay- face. And I had watched it like even before. I had to gather myself before I texted her. So I texted her. I was like, girl, you got to watch this. And she's like, okay, fine. I've heard people talk about it. I was like, but you have to not be at anybody's office. You need to be by yourself because you are actually going to yell loudly. You're going to yell. You're going to scream. You're going to laugh out loud, all the things. And then she hit me up later. She was like, all of the things I just did, though. She was like, I'm screaming. I mean, out the gate, Shannon just introduced him, and he just went off. Just everything. Shannon didn't have to to ask no questions. He was just like, hey, this cat. And cat was like, and let me say something. And you just let them in, sit here in this chair, and lie to your face. I was like, oh, here we go. And then he started talking, and then he started screaming. I had to rewind it sometimes, because I was screaming over the new stuff he was saying. I did do a pause. It's up to 34 million views. Mm-hmm. It actually, no pun intended, catapulted Shannon. <laughs> a lot of people didn't know he had a podcast. I, I watched didn't. other episodes of his show. Yeah, I've I've, I've watched other episodes. Like what I watched the episode the where Ricky Smiley. I watched the episode where Earthquake. The, the Shay Shay. People been yeah, calling. Like, yeah, yeah. The Shay Shay. Yeah, I've watched. I've watched. Uh, I watched the Steve Harvey one. I watched the scene. And the only way that I rolled up on the Cat Williams one is because they had, you know, they had a clip talking about Taraji. Right. And, and and they showed his response to it. And then the next thing I know, to Oh, you thought it was gonna be a, a regular interview because it was really it was really profound what he said about Taraji and it was very supportive and oh very much so. But it was the opposite of what the rest of the interview was like. Oh, one hundred percent. He was supportive like, of several for everybody. People. Everybody could catch. It's more. true. It's yeah. true, Glennis. He was supportive he was of some supportive. people. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Derek Rogers, seems to like Prince. I mean, yeah. just but Mark Curry. He was yeah. really supportive. Oh, Mark Curry's a guy. So Mark yes. Curry, Gary Owen, Bernie Mac. He was all yeah. for okay. it. So, yeah. But I, everybody else, which leads me to believe. There's a lot of truth in what he was saying because the things he oh, yeah. said about the people he supported, they, how do you say it, pushed back on the industry for the same things he was saying. Yeah. yeah. 
But this exact same thing she was saying, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this dude is spitting some real tea. He's yeah. he coming for him. He's coming for him. And I'm not surprised. And I've heard that in the industry. Uh, you know, some of the um, colorful things he was saying about stuff being untouched. And body parts is being untouched. I'm trying to say that. And talked about that part specifically. Because he really, a lot of people are getting this tea spilt on them in the industry for doing things that maybe they should not have been doing just to get ahead. I'm trying to be as nice as possible. I can't be a cat. It's unfortunate because we can say like doing things they shouldn't be doing and we're like, it shouldn't be right. They shouldn't have to do that. But it's so cutthroat out there. If they didn't do it, it's five people behind them who will. And that's what he said. It's always somebody who will do it. Yep. So if it's one person's like, I ain't finna do that. It's somebody else's setup. Well, I do it. What you need? Two of them in my mouth at the same time, in my ear. What you need? Turn around, bend it. Like, what do you need? Like, someone's gonna be okay with it. And that's that was his point. Yeah. The money was not it, or the job was not it. If he had to lower his integrity to do such things. And I had to give it to him. I was like, yo, okay. But then you go from Points where he said he was reading reading fluently at three. Right. Like sometimes yes. it's like, okay, I think your recollection of certain events. That weed is starting to, that THC starting to F mess with you. Like maybe you were a little bit older. I'm not sure about well, that. Well, he read 3,000 books a year. So right. <laughs> between eight and 12. Between eight and 12. Between eight and twelve, so Girl, I read yeah. three thousand books in my life. Like, what are you yeah. talking about? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, well, you know, I'm I'm surprised. Going back to what you guys were saying is, you know, the whole Me Too movement, right? Mm-hmm. You would, you, it would lead you to believe that it was only about women, but you know, what if he's saying is true? There were a lot of men on those casting couches who probably didn't necessarily want to be recipients or givers of different things. And I hope this is another opportunity, but you know, of course, the male ego is so fragile. Right. Them to say and say, oh, no, no, no they're not. They're nope, not. Nope, nope, not, not at all. Oh, you That's, can't CIA waterboard that out of some men. Mm-mm, they not gonna say that at all, ever. They take it to the degree. Yeah, and beyond. Like, my aunt, <laughs> no one's gonna know about this. <laughs> but wouldn't it be great if they did say something you know what i'm oh, saying really? oh yeah it would but when he called he called what's his name weinstein out specifically I almost fell out the bed i was like oh jesus this man is already i was already on the floor at that point like i had already fallen <laughs> off of whatever i was sitting on at that time oh like um, Another thing I want to mention too, and I've had this conversation with people before and always thought this for years, why and how so many Black men end up in a dress in movies. That yes! Was that, always, that was something that always That's bothered me. Like why how do Black men end up in a dress in movies, in ads, in whatever situation? Why are they always in a dress? It's how the emasculation of the Black man. And mm-hmm. I think that's how he, what he was trying to articulate. Yes! And I was like, I, I, I totally understood where he was going with that because I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Tanisha. I have a problem with it. Even in some of the 
even if sometimes if they don't end up in a dress, the role makes them subservient. A woman is talking to them crazy. The, them? Yeah, I, 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 I 100% agree. Like, why do you have to? I mean, we know why. Okay, so right. that's really a rhetorical question. But when does it stop? Right. That you can just be funny and not have to be because you remember it. I mean, it went all the way back to Flip Wilson, probably probably right. prior to Flip. I think Wilson. he was the first one though. When he was, was playing Geraldine. Prime time, mm -hmm. Geraldine that came on yeah. prime time. Let me see. Mm -hmm. but, but you know, you you're probably right. You're probably right. But the part so let's let's dissect what he said when he talked about Jonathan Majors getting Megan Good. In the <laughs> Wait, did y'all hear in between John, that I, and his interview on Good Morning did you America? Hear, I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna watch the entire interview because I don't care about him anymore. But did you hear the one part that he said? Oh, what did he say? I didn't see the interview. What did he say? He said Megan Good showed up for her like Coretta Scott King. And you know, he kept saying he wanted a Coretta Scott King. Like, wasn't he on, like, he was on tape saying that about mm -hmm. um, that's what he wanted this white lady to act like? Yeah. He crazy. <laughs> and he got his ass handed to him. Don't just go black when you go get in trouble. Why not? They don't okay. want to Like how William said, she, she was right there to help him out. Thank you, Megan Good. Thank you for your service. <laughs> we appreciate you. Thank you, man. May I talk about his fear of a specific group of people that tend to marry black men in power? Okay. I thought that was really funny. Yes. Oh, and <laughs> with yeah. a certain shaped head. I was like, I, he specifically said weird face. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to I'm not gonna say the rest. He said weird face. But did y'all see on Facebook somebody has cut them all out and put them in in little oh get them oh, oh get them Facebook squares and, and it is faces of all of them <laughs> and all of all when I say it's all like of giving, all it's like giving cat receipts I was like you got receipts every time each other around somebody give one another receipt Ooh. the receipts that are there for Cat Williams are insane if you're on yep. TikTok. They're even showing how um, uh, Steve Harvey and the Central Entertainer have stolen jokes from Mark Curry, Cat yep. Williams. Um, one of the jokes Central Entertainer does, uh, Meshach Taylor was doing that joke. He did that joke on Designing Women. Clearly, Designing Women did that joke first before um, Central Entertainer. Like, come on. How about, how about it? Oh, <laughs> and there is some um, talking about why Bernie Mac and Steve really fell out. Yeah. Instead, Steve went behind Bernie's Mac, Bernie's back for a position and said he would be better at it. And they were for like, Ocean's okay. 11. Yeah. For his position Crazy. Ocean's 11. Yeah, yeah. Somebody else had said that before yep. about mm -hmm. Steve Harvey. Just his cutthroat. Yep. I was like, well, he's talking. Ooh, uh, okay. It's like, and also how they said the Steve Harvey show was a full copy of Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah. When I thought about that, I was like, oh, it's the same. Yes, it was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he got, and 
um, what's his name from Hanging with Mr. What's the Mark the, Curry? Mark Curry. Mark Curry. All of that was his stuff. All of it. <laughs> and the thing, oh, this was the big thing that I thought was very thought provoking. He said how they act like gatekeepers and only will let some through the gates. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. Um, I was like, like that across a couple industries because um, yeah. oh, wait y'all I mean, can y'all imagine can y'all but... imagine if someone in the wine industry pulled a Cat Williams and just starts spilling tea <laughs> y'all wouldn't be y'all because <laughs> the tea is out there I would be here for it I would be All here of it. for it ooh mm. <laughs> I would be here <laughs> for it well Y'all think it's a casting couch in Hollywood? Act like it's not one in the um MS Guild, the Guild of Psalms. I oh well, sure. Absolutely. Yes. I, yes. Mm -hmm. I, 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 yeah. Part I, of that I, came out when um those uh MSs got uh yeah. they letter snatched. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Well, wow. Yes, well, yes. they did say everything is coming to light. Maybe 2024 is the year of revelation and um, revelation, enlightenment, reveal things will be revealed. Okay, yeah, that's what they said, especially when, um, what the uh, oh gosh, after Cassie spilled her tea. Well, yeah, they yeah. said that whole with all of that, that other things will start falling around mm. and. A lot of stuff will be revealed. So well, I was like, "At Williams, mention him too." All right, yeah, oh. he, yes, said he did multiple times. But I think it's interesting because these, um, was it uh, the do not whatever the d, uh, what is it, the non disclosure agreements and what have I'm you? Like, Girl, help us. We don't oh. know. We, yeah, we don't know where you're going with it yet. Many, many of those are expiring. So. People who have left those jobs and now a certain period has ended, they are telling everything now. Mm. And I think a lot will be revealed. But you know what? I mean, whoever you sleep with is your business or what have right. you. But just don't pretend like that's not part of your lifestyle. Or you know how you remember at one time, where all these congressmen were going down because they were taking pictures of themselves in, in the mirror. <laughs> and they well, you know, wait, now that you mention that, George Santos is about to take a whole lot of them jokes down too. So that's oh, like, yes, he is. <laughs> it was like, y'all gonna, what? Y'all gonna call me out? I got names and receipts to give you. Y'all gonna want to vote for me to be um, evicted out of the city. I was like, that's, that's so that's so <laughs> right don't don't stand there and throw stones at how immoral or you above this or what have you and you down with them exactly <laughs> so i agree with you should be free to do what they want live how they want but it should be their choice it should never be like yes. i feel like, like i have to do this to get this next vision and some people do feel strong armed into it they're like well this could make or break me and it's not even just if i don't do this i won't get this role or i won't get this part or i won't get this job you won't get any job and that's right. the thing that is like unfortunate terrible you know and that's not okay 
And that was Harvey Weinstein's um, MO. Yeah. yeah, that was that was his that was MO. His MO. Or you would get blackballed in a lot yeah. of, and I think, you know, this whole entourage thing. And, and Monique, of course, Monique chiming in or what have you about being blackballed by these gatekeepers. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can't say nothing. You can't say anything bad about the gatekeeper. Right, because they're keeping the gate. Well, how are you supposed to get in or out if, you yeah. know, they keeping the gate and you... That, right. I want to take that cognac though. That uni block. Yeah. Try it. Try that cognac, baby. I want to get my hands on some of that. On some of that yak. Wait, let me see how much it. Uh, how much it costs? Any y'all know? Uh uh I just. I I didn't look up. Right. Is price. it for sale or do he just have it at his house for um? That's a very good question. But if he and has it book? up there, he want he want people to buy it. Right. He was yeah. Right. And what was interesting. Cat didn't talk bad about it. He gave it a, a good yeah, review. Oh, he was down in it. Y'all be having a good review. I was like, oh. like, they each had their own bottle. Meaning, yep. they sure did. Um, have you guys heard of Screaming Eagle Wine? Yeah. Why does it why, sound why familiar? Does it, sound, it sounds familiar. That's that expensive cold California wine. Okay. It's it like $3,000 a bottle. Yeah, it's thousands. Yeah, Why? What, what, what makes it so much better? Or Why? That, that garners How? that kind of price. Why? How? What? <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, it's from uh, California. What? $3,000 a bottle. And it's not it's, even that old. It's not like 3000 for like a 1972. It's 3000 for like a 2012. Damn. Yes. Because I think yeah. they started in 2010 or 2011 is and so they only produce 500 bottles a year okay. and there's a waiting list to get on there there's a waiting list and when you go to their website they don't even list the prices of it and i don't even think they list all the bottles on there if you have to ask you can't afford it oh uh, so do they have a full portfolio of different varieties or is it like they just and I think cab? it's just cab. Oh, okay. I think it's just cab. Okay. I think it's just cab. Wow. Wow. Okay, so wow. the shake the shake cognac starts at $88 is what I'm finding. Oh, that's reasonable. Yeah. That's, okay. that's, that's mm -hmm. a cognac price. Yeah, it right. looks like it's about $88 to $100. Okay. Mm, interesting. Yeah, okay. Holla at us so we can do right. it all. Stop it right there. Holla at us. Speaking of drinking, is anyone doing dry January? Absolutely not. No. Yes, I'm only drinking Savion Blanc this month. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think that's okay? hilarious when people say they're doing dry January. And our New Year's Day, they toasting up because at 12 a.m., Happy New Year and bottle stuff up. But you're doing dry January, so you should have stopped. This starts on the 2nd. Oh, okay. Okay, so January 1st is not part of January. Not a, that's not a real day. It doesn't okay. start it doesn't. until you, the day doesn't really start till you go to sleep. Like, if you're still up, then that doesn't oh. count. You got to go to sleep to separate the days. Oh, why, why my clock don't do that? No, unfortunately, the clock does not have the same thing. But okay. yeah, okay. you got to go okay. to sleep first and then. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
Yeah, no, not doing dry January. Mm-mm. It's they it's were just speaking of dry January. Did you see that article that was just came out about sober sommeliers? No. Yeah, people who you know, full time working sums who are completely sober, and I think this article came out a couple of day, maybe like the fourth or the fifth of this month. And it just talked about what their life was like, what they thought. I'm going to send it to you on um, WhatsApp, Sarita. But what they thought, how this could be. It was a wine enthusiast. Interesting. So, um, a, um, so how do you do that? So, so you, 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 you still don't swallow. You just spit. Yeah. You, you, just spit. you don't swallow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This is, um. that's called being a virgin. Um, right. So there was oh, this psalm at i think it was a wine tourism conference i was at and he had just gotten his master's psalm and then went into aa and so he's a recovering alcoholic and still still he still tastes but he just spits wow interesting damn ain't that playing with fire that's really interesting exactly i know but he's he's been and also can you really get a full taste of it as I mean, as a professional, like yeah, we do taste and write notes and things like that. But I mean, how are you trying to sell me something that you think that there's a problem with? Like that's what I look at it as. You're selling me something that you actively are against and mm-hmm. that you have a problem with. So how am I really buying into this? Hmm. I'm trying to think of something. I I, great question. I don't think it's possible, quite honestly. And and maybe I just am not able to spit well, but there's no way that I have done a tasting and I have at one point I just you know have not I just swallowed. swallowed right right like this just doesn't happen swallowed sorry <laughs> I just don't know how that's possible. <laughs> And I know, I, oh, this is what it's comparable to. I'm going to tell you what it's comparable to. Oh, please don't. This is what? not after dark. No, no, this is not. <laughs> okay. This is what it's comparable to. People who um, make cannabis products, but they don't smoke hmm. or they don't consume. Okay. Because then how do you know? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Well, you're there's... not smoking and then not inhaling because that's not the same. So you can't even be like, oh, I took two puffs, but I didn't inhale. Like that's yeah. Right. But you know, when you're selling cannabis products, if you're making it from a chemical standpoint, you can it's like baking a cake. You go and buy a recipe. You're doing a chemical recipe, but you don't have to eat it at the end to assume it's gonna taste like the recipe that you follow. That's the only difference for me that putting in your mouth wine, swirling and assuming none of it is being ingested because some of it is regardless because it's going into your orifice of your mouth, your tongue. So eh, I don't know about them and they're just not swallowing that full taste. That's just my own little scientific. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, And uh, taking it in the 
similar direction, but another direction. I don't, I feel like it is so all or nothing. And I think there needs to be more conversation around moderation. I don't think it should be so you drink all the time, do your job, or you don't drink at all. Like, where is the moderation in this? Where is the, why can't you have one or two glasses? Why is it just, oh, I can't drink anything. Um, I don't like the way it makes me feel. And I feel bad in the morning. That's because you drank seven glasses. Right. Can you drink two? Can you drink some water? Can you do that? Can we have that discussion? It doesn't have to be so all or nothing. Um, I'm not giving up wine. I'm going to drink it. Um, sometimes I'm going to spit. Sometimes I'm not. Exactly. But I balance I it. I don't feel bad the next day. I eat properly. Uh, well, I mean, properly enough to not be drunk. Um, I drink my water. I, I feel fine from that standpoint. If I don't feel fine, wine has nothing to do with it. It's probably because I ate too much cheese. <laughs> and I'm low-key like a daughter, but whatever. We're going to fight through. Um, But there needs to be more conversation on moderation and people knowing and understanding how to live a lifestyle in moderation. I think it's the same like with food. Like you, oh, I'm just going to eat. Like you just can't not eat. You have to eat. So you figure right. out moderation from that standpoint. So I think the same thing can come with um wine and alcohol. That's yeah. not yeah i guess that we, i guess that was supposed to be here today she um she posted a video about dry january and she pretty much said wine is supposed to be enjoyed in moderation there's no need for a dry january if you drink correctly that was pretty much all she said that was that was it, it up that, that that pretty much sums so. it up <laughs> yep but that pretty much sums it up I'm, I don't think, I just don't think people practice moderation. Sure. I think, I think drinking wine is different from having a cocktail. Like you have to go prepare and fix a cocktail, but drinking wine, especially if you just have the bottle in front of you and you're talking and da, 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 what have you, you can look up and go, oh my God, the whole bottle is gone. Right. <laughs> I mean, I've this happened. You. Right. Yes, so, this happened. <laughs> so being, especially, I don't know about you guys, but during the pandemic, when, when we were doing Zoom calls or what have you, and we were on the call and I would be like, well, damn, it's just a swallow left in this bottle. Because you ain't have nowhere to go. It's like, okay, keep drinking. Like, what else am I doing? It's also stressful. You have no plans. It's stressful. Your friend's mm -hmm. doing it. You know, you it's something mm -hmm. you did with your people together on Zoom. You're like, oh, I don't have to be in bed at no time. I don't have to get up and be nowhere. Well, yeah. why not keep this global? Yeah, 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 for sure. And so, Leslie, I wanted to ask you again. I know that I ask you this every year. Mm -hmm. Will you hold non-alcoholic wines in your wine club? And I'm asking you because... There are so many articles about best non-alcoholic wine and there are champagne houses that are making, you know, non-alcoholic wines that are winning awards. And in this article from the drinks business, it said, what will wine lovers drink in 2024? Of course, non-alcoholic wines is on the list. So 
Um, actually, one of the first wines that we had, Oceana, the winemaker now is no longer making wine. She is making alcohol-free wine, which I thought was very interesting. But to be honest with you, um, there have been times where we have, you know, we have served alcohol-free wine and what have you. And I have to be honest with you, I have not found one where I've been like, oh my God, this is so good. Even if there isn't it, one. It goes through the whole distillation process, what have you. It is, and the other thing, it's expensive as that. That's the other thing. I'm like, we are going to be carrying a bottle that could cost between $25 and $30 and it doesn't have alcohol in it. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. How do you sell that to consumers, especially if it is online? Because there's one thing about an online consumer. They have patience and they're looking for something unique. But I don't think people who are drinking alcohol-free wine are going to pay for shipping, which sometimes costs just as much as the bottle, and have it taste mediocre. I just haven't. I mean, if somebody has found one that you like, this is the bomb diggity, let me know. But I have not had any one yet. I've had For me, it's a, a waste one. of calories. And it's a waste of calories. That part too. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It's gotta be if you just, you no, it's got to be if you just absolutely have to have it. Like there is a sparkling wine here that's 0% alcohol. And I bought it for a friend of mine because she just had a baby. So she's not drinking right now. I get it. And right. I took it to her because I'm like, everybody's bringing you stuff for the baby. I know you're good on that. I wanted to bring you something for you. The bottle is beautiful. The sparkling wine actually tastes delicious. But here's the thing. I got her the half bottle. The half bottle is 18. Oh. 18 for the half uh -uh. bottle. Uh-uh. The 0%. <laughs> like, damn it. Nah. Wow. Yeah. I know wow. Julia, Julia has a list. There are a bunch of people, there are a bunch of wine writers that have lists of best non-alcoholic wine. And I don't think any of them have been under $30. It's, it's, it's like, they're like the best of the dogs, to be honest with you. I did an interview with the BBC Travel Show last year and they asked about non-alcoholic wine. And I was like, Why? Like they have a clip of me saying, why? For what? What is the reason? Um, it makes no sense. And then they went around and did a taste test with people in uh Paris to have them taste if, you know, taste the wine. And they were like, um, what is this? Mm, no, not so good. Or some were good, but largely they were like, no. They also had them taste a couple of non-alcoholic spirits. Uh, something was made out of beetroot and they're like oh, okay this isn't bad I'm like I think you can always mix two juices together and have something that tastes delicious from like a spirit standpoint well spirit in quotes. even but even why? the spirits even the spirits are the like um we I was gonna do a mocktail thing maybe a year or two ago and I went to Total Wine and the spirits was like a tequila brand that was like 40 bucks I'm like, well, hell, you know, just buy the regular tequila. It's forty-five, and so for five dollars, you can have happiness. My my issue with the whole—it's counterintuitive. 
to to be a spirit, it had to be a certain alcohol by value. Period. So now we're gonna say, oh, we're gonna take the A off the BV and just make it a BV. What? It's not a spirit. Well, it, I, it, I, I did it on soda. You just put it, the spirit name on it. In my book. Well, I'm wondering, you know, because many of these alcohol-free stuff actually start off as alcohol. And then it yep. goes through that um, right. distillation process. So is that process so expensive to remove alcohol? Is that why it costs so much? I mean, I, I'm I'm trying to understand. And is, it, and is that why they still call it a spirit? Because they've taken the spirit out of it. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. well, I'm glad you're trying to understand because that question <laughs> popped up into my head and then I was like, you know what? I'm not buying it. I don't care. Guys, of course, we have to have somebody on this show that makes non-alcoholic wine and de-alcoholizes de wine. Because we need to know, because yeah. we've been curious for years. I know. Okay, um, not, I'm going to ask the winemaker. Okay. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to reach great. out to her. I'm going to reach out here. to her and ask I'm her curious. if she can come on. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I, and I don't think hers is, is cheap at all. Like, mm. I don't want to say cheap. It's, it's not inexpensive. Interesting. Wow. I find that very interesting. Looking for somewhere to advertise? Consider the Swirl Suite podcast. Yep, right here. The Swirl Suite is now open for pre-roll advertisements, mid-roll advertisements, or post-roll advertisements. Some of our packages even include a social media shout out. If you're interested in sponsoring one episode or perhaps more, simply email us at swirlsuite at gmail.com. Cheers. One thing I follow on TikTok is I, I follow different subjects, but one in particular is social media trends and marketing trends. So I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there is a shift where the luxury sort of, the luxury fakeness about social media is starting to fall off. Whatever that means to you, but getting back to being real, showing their real life, no fluff, and also blogging and um, newsletters are on their way back. Mm, interesting. interesting. And even TikTok, they are trying to compete with YouTube. So they are extending their time limits. So right now you can make a TikTok that's up to 10 minutes. but And I hate it. And soon it'll be 30 minutes because they want to battle YouTube. They want to take over. They shouldn't. I, I no, it's two different... Lane. Shouldn't. It's two different platforms for two different the same thing like when Instagram started Reels. This not your lane. And they'll promote Reels more. So if you have an account and you're not doing Reels, your account's not getting seen by people. You're not growing by just posting pictures anymore. I also think going back to what you said about Instagram and how it's not Instagram, but just social media is being more real. I think TikTok helped with that because people on TikTok just show up however they are. TikTok right. is full of get ready with me's. They doing these whole stories and videos in a hair bonnet, sheet mask on their face. They do not care. It does not matter. People just like, oh, girl, what you said was great. Or I love this. And I'm looking like, so you just didn't want to take the bonnet off? <laughs> this is what we're doing? Like, you're just going to have a sheet mask on. So all I see is just the eye holes, your nose part, poked out, and just your lips moving and the sheet mask. Like, this is, and, and I'm supposed to pay attention to the story you're telling me. I can't focus. But the thing is, so I was watching this girl. She was telling her, because there's a, I mean, you can go in so many sinkholes in TikTok, but 
I was watching this girl's story. She's a beautiful girl, but she was telling her story about gut health and her her whole history with gut health. What happened when she realized she had a problem? It was not a pretty story, but I sat there and watched the whole thing. And then I watched multiple gut stories. So it's, you're right. It's almost like, to me, it's like commercial after commercial, but like, I guess, infomercial after infomercial. You're like, you're learning stuff. Yeah, because the TikTok algorithm is like no other. That out, whoever has designed that algorithm, like that thing is on it. If you like, since Sarita looked at gut health and then looked at some of the comments, now the next several things that come up in her feed will be gut health. I know I have looked at things and the next several things in my feed will be just that. So that algorithm is good and it is quick and it gives you the stuff that it thinks you're interested in immediately. So sometimes I'll be wanting to look further into stuff and I'm like, nope, don't want this on my timeline. Don't want this on my FYP. So I can't look at a comment. I can't keep, I can't watch it too long. I got to keep scrolling. Got to keep moving on. I think that I think people are, you know, obviously they're being real. I think people like watching it because they're like, well, my life ain't that bad. Oh, I know mine not. After some of these stories, when they were doing the Susie stitches, I knew my life wasn't that bad. But did you, or who was on TikTok? Like watching TikTok. So Sarita, do you remember that period where they were like, um, the Susie stitch with pesto? Call me crazy, but I never liked story about pesto. And then people are like, Susie girl, that was crazy. And they tell you this wild story. The yes, stuff I saw a few. Saying, the stuff people <laughs> were saying was insane. I'm like, my life is not bad at all. It was people who almost got, you know, um, murdered by their step parents or one girl, her mom gave her up for adoption, then later wanted to get her back and then came with the birth parents, somebody who all kind of like, think of something insane and then double down on it times a hundred. These stories were ridiculous. And I would just be watching them like, and then scroll up, what's next? what's next and then they would just be one after the other and they just got crazy i think i got a tiktok account i'm not sure (laughs) you don't don't worry about it (laughs) do you you have an app (laughs) Uh -uh, you don't have that yes i do because i did follow a few or check out a few if Glenn got it, her account is user 675 <laughs> You're 65 or you're running one of the groups and you have like a business. Right. Like, so you right. have a community there or you're 65. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise. But a lot of people who have um, groups are starting to move to Discord. I'm in a, a few Discord groups. So. Discord. What is Discord? Discord is like, um, gosh, maybe like a Teams. Just think of oh, like okay. Microsoft Teams, but it's an app. Okay. And so okay. you can like, so I'm on a group. And it's all about marketing. And I can start a subject and ask a question like uh, maybe Instagram. And it, I pose a question and then it's a whole feed, but it's together. It's organized. It's not like a messy like text app or, you know, like a messy uh, Instagram 
group where all of the comments and all of the subject matters are, are in, in one place. This separates it and makes it a bit organized. So a lot of people who have podcasts, um, a bit nice followings where they want nice organized content um, to share with each other are on Discord. Mm. Okay. You know, the other day I made a mistake and I clicked on Clubhouse. The app is still on my phone. It wow. On Clubhouse, I was like, this is amazing. People we still see that. We can see people face to face now. We ain't got to do that. That was fun <laughs> back in 2021, 2020, whenever that came out and we couldn't go nowhere. I, people are still I, on Clubhouse. I dropped in too late me and me I, I missed it. I missed the window. So. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Yeah, yeah. So, Glenda's Clubhouse was this app that you see. <laughs> what it was. <laughs> I can't stand you today. I cannot stand you. I got, let me tell you, I, like five of my sorority sisters sent me links to join in on different calls. I was like, no. Yeah. No. No. Not doing it. Like you would literally just be sitting there holding your phone because you couldn't see nothing. It was just somebody's <laughs> voice talking and you would just yeah. be like. Now, you know my attention yeah. span was not going to go. Hey, go you know that. how much other stuff I was doing? I'm like, okay, I'm going to listen to this while I wash the dishes or yeah. do laundry or anything. <clears throat> And That's the thing hilarious. is, I'm I'm crazy about sounds and, and stories, you know, audio, but I just didn't catch on fast enough. So by the time I logged in, it was too late. <laughs> Everybody's <laughs> already gone. It was just on um just on your iPhone. Yeah, that too. When it that first too. came out, it was yeah. just Apple. That's probably so, yeah, why. by the time they got into everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And That's people, true. you know, that was something that people could just get on and just talk. It wasn't something that people were trying to monetize right away. And that was kind mm -hmm. of the fun thing, too, where everything else is about how can I get money off of this and mm -hmm. curating this content so you can get paid. There wasn't any structure like that for um, Clubhouse. But I know um, a bunch of people who made crazy connections via Clubhouse. Yeah. Oh, are y'all doing any? I'm not asking about resolutions, but you know how they... They've been doing the ins and outs list. Is anyone doing like an in and out list uh, for 2024? Like what's in <laughs> your life and what's out of your life? Like on the list. I'm just asking if you're doing it right now. And then we can talk no, about it. No, you know, I was thinking about like. I, right. I was thinking about like, um, you will always want to say mm -hmm. out with drama, but then there are people that just drink, try to bring drama to your life. And also life. I got to be more specific with that. Because some drama I want. Like celebrity <laughs> drama and gossip, like I can't let it go. I won't oh, we know where you was going with that. Going with that, right? I'm like, <laughs> no, I, mm -mm. no, that, the, yeah, that could have gone in a different direction. <laughs> no, I don't have anything specific. Nah, I haven't really thought about it. No, mm -mm. think about it. We'll talk about it the next time we. Okay. Yeah, that would be a good one. Any big events y'all going to in January? You want to share? I have a conference actually next week. Um, for biodiversity, so I'm going down in Avignon for um biodiversity and soil conference for like three days and winemakers will be there and it's in the region of Chateau de pop so there we go it also matters who's telling the story so right yeah tanisha i saw that you were going to be on the wine tourism conference that you're a, a yeah. panelist yeah i'm sorry is that the same conference 
the no the um wine tourism the international wine tourism conference okay that's different oh, okay yeah. i thought it was the souped up wine bloggers conference conference no 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 they don't have that one anymore but yeah the international wine tour um wine tourism conference um the sin i think it's april nice. i'm doing yes. a talk on uh, wine tourism in non-traditional wine spaces i love it and where is it being held bulgaria Bulgarian Ooh, I love Bulgarian wine. So I, I'm going to Plovdiv, Bulgaria to speak on um, this topic and drink some Bulgarian wine. And then I think we'll be doing like a, a wine tour of some Bulgarian wineries. So that'll be interesting. Nice. Nice. That's awesome. Yes. So that's April. I'm trying to get in the conference, uh, the Austrian wine conference in May. Um, I'm going to the Jura at the beginning of February for Ooh. their Bon Jean weekend. Ooh. So I'm excited about that because I've been trying to go to that weekend forever. And so I got in. So I'm doing Very that the nice. And um, wow. yeah, that's my schedule so far. Very nice. Um, next week, I am a judge at the Virginia Governor's Cup. So I'll be, in, I'll be in Virginia. With the brand new chairperson? Oh, a Frank, a boy Frank. <laughs> yes, Frank. <laughs> the sexiest man alive, Frank Morgan. <laughs> oh gosh, Frank Morgan. And then uh, a week after that, I'm on a panel um, in Orlando. It's a podcast, and I'm on a panel of podcasts, and we are talking about AI and podcasting. So that'll be Ooh, interesting. very Ooh. interesting. Yeah, that's what I got going on. Yes. Nothing nice. it's it's just, I love it. Exactly. Yes. 2024 already. It's just the eighth. Well, the ninth. <laughs> For you. Yes. Anything else y'all want to share before we close it out? Nothing. Awesome. Yeah, you ain't come up with no this or that questions for us, Sarita. I didn't. I just wanted us to talk. You've been listening to the Swirl Sweet Podcast, a part of the Alive Podcast Network. This episode has been edited and produced by Vine Me Up Media.